Hello, and welcome to this bonus episode from the Every Little Model podcast. When my co-host Tricia and I started thinking about doing a podcast on the models and frameworks we use to make sense of our organizations and our world, we challenged ourselves to adopt a perspective that didn't just look at the world of business and organizations. When we talked about gathering genres in episode one, for example, we challenged ourselves to think of non-business ways in which people gather, such as at family events, wedding receptions, or at school board meetings. When we spoke with Rich Dack from Vega Factor about the most spectrum in episode five, our conversation migrated to the implications of work arrangements during the pandemic, such as working from home, for home life. This bonus episode steps outside of the world of business and organizational change and into the world of community organizing and social change. Today, I want to share a framework that has been useful for me in my efforts to support change agents in my part of the world as they work to influence local government and pursue positive change for their communities. I'll be honest, local government can be boring. Local government can feel opaque and arcane, despite its definitional proximity, local government can sometimes feel remote. But local government matters, and matters in ways seen and unseen, and in some ways appreciated by the community, and in other ways unappreciated too. Whether it concerns sewer systems or water management, easements or zoning, school district governance or revenue management, local government impacts each of us. In episode three, Tricia and I were joined by Kim Schmidtke from Autumn Goose as we explored the change equation. The change equation, as we remember, involves three components. Building a compelling vision, creating a dissatisfaction with the status quo, and defining next key steps. Today's model speaks to this last variable, next key steps. Whatever vision of the future a group of community change agents have established, and whatever the outcomes are that a local community desires to achieve, we eventually arrive at the question, what do we do? The community advocacy and influence model tries to provide a framework to think about courses of action available to community change agents. At the center of this model are the yin and yang of political discourse, the conversations we have in society, the proposals for public policy that jostle for priority, and political power the translation of the vox populi into positions of institutional influence. Around that core are seven areas of focus. For those of you following along with the visual, which you can find on our Instagram page, I will be working my way counterclockwise. These focus areas are winning at the ballot box, one-on-one -on -one lobbying and influence, group-based lobbying and pressure, public comment, public demonstration, legal pressure, and media coverage. Let's start with winning at the ballot box. This area focuses on the most fundamental change to local government, shaping who is on the governing body in the first place. These are the people who set priorities, craft policies and legislation, and make systemic change, for better or for worse. If you want to achieve positive outcomes for your community, you need a seat at the table. This focus area calls for change agents to... In other words, get out the vote or run for something. Next, we have one-on-one -on -one lobbying and influence. This is an often overlooked tactic at the local level. 
This speaks to finding opportunities for a change agent to engage with specific persuadable representatives, either in person or virtually, for example, email or phone or video, in order to affect some desired outcome or to learn more about the mechanics of governance. This area of focus is perhaps best described as having a quiet word. Closely related to this one is group-based lobbying and pressure. This can take the form of a coordinated email campaign or a petition, such as one through change.org. It can also take the form of groups of people showing up at or participating in public fora. This tactic is captured by the phrases show up and stand up. In other words, realizing that you have strength in numbers. Fourthly, we have public comment. People often don't know that as part of regular proceedings in local government, there is usually an opportunity for community members and other stakeholders to directly address their representatives. This space on the agenda remains a critical one to ensure voices in the community are heard and listened to. It's also a way of registering your views on the record. This is captured by the phrase, speak up, and doing so in 180 seconds or 200 words or less. Next up is public demonstration. This tactic takes the numbers and volume up a notch and includes things like sign-holding events, cheering and jeering sections, peaceful demonstrations, staged walkouts, passive resistance, etc. As the protest saying and mobile phone tagline goes, can you hear us now? Next, we get into the application of legal pressure. Again, ratcheting things up further, having recourse to legal support, counsel, and representation remains an arrow in the change agent's quiver. This can take the form of FOIA, freedom of information requests, letters from a lawyer, or even a lawsuit. As crude as it sounds, this is the world of, well, sue the bastards. Lastly, there is leverage to be had via media coverage. This includes providing tips to mainstream news outlets with opportunities to cover an event or an issue. It also includes writing letters to the editor in your local paper. Additionally, activism on social media via posts, setting up social media pages, providing replies as counterpoints to official posts, etc., is included in this space as part of the effort to get your message out into the world. Of course, at any given moment, one, some, or all of these may be relevant to a particular community effort, sometimes sequentially, sometimes all at the same time. Each of these focus areas also leads to further sub-areas, themes, and tactics. For example, winning at the ballot box involves things that range from candidate selection and development through election campaigns all the way to reactive measures such as recalls. Public demonstrations can range from visual cues such as t-shirts and signs to marches and even strike action. And one-on-one lobbying and influence, for example, includes engaging of a public official to learn about their world and how they see their role to actively counseling them on proposed policy or legislation. Still, I find the high-level categories in this model useful for exploring ways in which community change agents can leverage a broad range of strategies and tactics to affect social change in local government. Being seen and heard is important in a democracy. And as I said at the start of this program, local government matters. If you have any reflections or builds on the topic of community advocacy and influence, or if you have a model or experience of your own you'd like to share, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach us at hello 
at everylittlemodel.com. Thanks for listening.